That is not number two. Number three? I don't know. You started drinking like an hour before I even got on. There's no way that's number two. Number three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon chips, because guess what? A bitch only ate breakfast again. <laughs> In a getaway car, there was sirens. Let's do a little ASMR. That doesn't sound good. How do you make it sound good? Guess who just pulled up in my driveway? <laughs> no. <laughs> the pizza man. Yes. <laughs> Every time we podcast. <laughs> the doorbell went off and I was like, well, that's Domino's. <laughs> I just knew. Welcome back to the Booked and Boozy podcast, bitches. Tonight, you're basically going to get the Walmart version of a reputation tour as we take on this angsty take of a queen of shadows. This is your co-host, Jada. And Brooke. Basically, like this whole book, it was like Taylor Swift's voice in my head. Ooh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is so that. It is exactly that. And then there was like a little splash of Rihanna with Manon and Dorian that was like S S S S M M M. (laughs) Oh, okay. Not sure I got that vibe, but I mean, I could see it going that way. Really? You didn't get that vibe? Dorian's very soft to me, but I think we're going to see a whole nother side after this. (laughs) You're in denial. You think? Yes, I can't wait to point this out. You are in denial right now. I mean, Manon, definitely 100%. I think Dorian is just very soft, but I think that 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 is going to completely change, especially after this book. So I think it already did. Mm. Okay, Brooke, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, God. Okay, so I am drinking. So this is what I like to call shit show Saturdays. Okay, on brand. (laughs) I have just gone to the liquor store and bought a bunch of random things and I am going to drink them all. So all of them? Well, I mean, probably not, but maybe. I okay. don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how long this episode fucking lasts. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but just like again. Yes, I know my alcohol awareness. I knew you were gonna say that the moment. <laughs> know what to drink like there's not really any new characters I didn't want to like make a drink after Lorcan you know what I mean I think a Caltain drink would have been really cool yes 100% um probably should have done that but here we are Shish shows Saturdays that's kind of hard to say it's a tongue twister I have two buzz balls I saw these on TikTok and I've seen them in the liquor store before but I just really didn't think anything about it and then I saw this TikTok where people drank like two of them and they were completely fucking wasted I'm not sure how they're not very big one has an alcohol concentration of 20% the other has 15 I don't know I'm interested we'll see they're both in the flavor peach balls then I just you know how liquor stores have the little barrel with all the one dollar shots well I got 99 grapes and 99 strawberries. And then I also have a little mini cooler lunchbox down here where I have put two Truly Popsicles. Uh, yes. 
So that is what I'm drinking for shit shows Saturdays. That's so hard to say. What should I drink first? Definitely the buzz, the buzz balls. I want to see you drink the peach one. The buzz balls, but I just ate. You got to start strong. You got to, you got to catch up. Well, you know what? The strongest ones are actually the 99 shots. Okay. Well, just 50% alcohol. (laughs) Just down that one. The whole one, the whole thing. We're supposed to do a drink win game. Are we taking shots? Are we just drinking? Just drinking. But I have two shots, two buzz balls and two popsicles. Oh, oh, I forgot. I have another thing to add to shit show Saturdays. Um, I'm also going to be having a shot of Mio energy. Yes. Which one is that? The strawberry? Strawberry pineapple. Right to the mouth. <laughs> I don't do the thing where you put it in the water. So That's probably weird. like a safety reason. It's probably like a hazard <clears throat> to actually squirt it into your mouth. They probably put that like, please dilute with water, you know, like, and I'm just going to squirt it directly into my mouth. So if I die tonight, (laughs) you all know why. I will be so helpful from far away. I don't even have Brad's number. If you go down, I'll be like on the phone with 911, but it'll be like targeted towards Las Vegas. And I'm like, well, I guess she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even have my address. You're just going to be like, find her. (laughs) You're right. I don't know your address. Brad's here. He's next door. Oh, okay. Jada, what are you drinking? So I am drinking Kettle One Peach and Orange Botanicals with a splash of water that was mixed with Peach Mango Crystal Light. It is a delight. Uh, it is strong. I was heavy on the pour. I'm feeling good. And I plan to drink this all night, stay hydrated, you know, enjoy my one day off. Responsible <laughs> one. <laughs> and then there's me. <laughs> So is your drink uh, like book-based or is it just something that sounded good? Was it just the vibe? It was just the vibe. It sounded good. I feel like August is very Southern peach vibes. That's what I'm feeling today. It's hot as balls. I'm like, I've literally just like been in the thinnest outfit that I could possibly find. So it looks refreshing. It's it, a nice it is. It's, it's refreshing. For the polls today, I wanted to know where you guys stood on this topic. Short hair Rowan versus long hair Rowan. I know there's a there's one other in the mix. We saw that on our Discord, our Booked and Boozy Discord, which thank you for that. Those of you who send a span art, you are A1. Love you so much. But what is the vibe? The consensus was short hair, 79%, and long hair Rowan, only 21%. Brooke, where do you stand? Short hair. Are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, I was just trying to be polite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not one to like the big, muscly men with, like, the really long hair. Like, I don't like the elvish look. Well, that's not true, because the fae kind of are elves, in a way, if you think about it. And I enjoy the pointy ears and the teeth and all that. The long hair, I'm just, I'm, I'm not one of those girls. Like, I think Henry Cavill is 10 out of 10. I'm not a huge fan of, like, that look like he has in The Witcher. Like, the long hair or, like, <laughs> Sorry, that took me back. You Did you say you don't like how he looks in The Witcher? No, 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 no. I like how he looks in The Witcher. I don't like that on men in general. Like Okay, whew. Jesus. The long hair, the like the ponytail, that sort of thing. It's just not my vibe. I like um like a nice clean cut, you know? If you've seen my husband, you know what I like. Yeah, I get that for sure. Just like the broody, it's just very like brute. No, you like the softy boys. I like softy boys. Now where do you fall? This is hard for me because Rowan with the long hair, I imagine Orlando Bloom in The Hobbit. Ooh, wait, hold on. (laughs) 
I might need to go back and rephrase what I just said. Because look at, I mean, you know, I am a sucker for Orlando Bloom and Henry Cavill, but those are like the only two exceptions that I have for that hairstyle. But I will say fan art wise, it is very hard to ignore short hair Rowan. Okay, I keep looking at him off to the side, cheating on my Orlando Bloom Rowan. It's hard for me to choose, honestly. I I think I would choose short hair in the end just because I feel like it shows off his tattoos the best. But honestly, I would take him in any form. Somebody in the Discord was like, I'd take him bald. (laughs) 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 You know, the thing is, I had seen so much fan art before I went even went into the series of Rowan. We obviously knew who he was. Okay, we were it was all over TikTok. There was no escaping that. And all of the fan art is basically him with the short hair, at least the ones that I had seen. So like in the third book, in Air of Fire, when they described him as having like the long, like brute elvish hair, I just blocked that part out. And I always pictured him with the short hair. Really? You you just straight up said, I'm not even going to try it. Cannot fathom. Yeah, I'd seen the fan art and I was like this doesn't make sense I prefer him this way so that's how I'm gonna imagine it thanks for the description but no thanks okay well (laughs) all right I'm gonna put in our discussion on discord the picture of Orlando Bloom because I feel like other people need to know what I am imagining yes definitely and that's another thing I want to talk about too um Jada and I have recently revamped our patreon tiers for booked and boozy so definitely go check those out our biggest change to patreon is this month only we have created a discord server and if you don't know what discord is it's basically just one big chat room because what we really wanted to do obviously we wanted to make this a book club but we were like it's not really a book club if it's just you guys interacting just us we wanted everybody to kind of like interact with each other, form friendships, have discussions and fan art, that sort of thing. And so when I remembered that Discord was a thing, I was like, oh my gosh, we should totally make a Discord. So we did. If you sign up for our Booked and Brewery tier this month only, you can get exclusive access to our Booked and Boozy Discord server. And it's just a one-time payment of $3 for lifetime access. And I think it's a really cool community that we've actually established here on Booked and Boozy. And you know, like when we get the DMs, I'm always like, oh wow, that was a really good theory I want to share it with everyone and like with discord we're able to actually have a discussion with everyone at the same time so I think it's really cool I'm really enjoying it there's a lot of people already on there so far and we're having a really good time and we would love to see you there if you're not already a part of it All right, so we're doing a little something different this time. Normally for the Boozy Gang, we always like to put drink wins on our Instagram feed. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's Booked and Boozy Podcast. And basically right before we release the episode, we did drink win at a glance. And if you didn't know already, that's where our polls are at. But this time we kind of wanted to flip around. Basically, we were mega bitches in uh, Era Fire. Am I sorry? No. <laughs> Do I care? No, (laughs) but do I want this little fling between us to like grow spicy? Yes. So what we did instead of us giving you drink wins, 
you guys gave us drink wins to get back at us for the era fire. We mad at y'all episode. So we have taken screenshots of what you guys put, and we're going to try and keep track of it throughout the episode. And anytime we run across something, we're going to drink for it. Okay. So I have typed out all the drink wins to put in the corner of my screen so that I can just boop and look up whenever we're going through the episode and we can drink when. So here are our categories. A lot of them are the same, but I'm going to read them all anyways. Drink every time Kale pisses you off in this book. You realize the series is finally getting good. Aelin goes behind anyone's back without telling them her plan. Aelin and Kale are arguing. There's sexual tension between Rowan and Aelin. Every time Kale is acting like a dick towards Aelin. Any male character acts territorial over Aelin. You want to bitch slap Kale. When Aelin randomly pops up in Kale's chapters, Rowan is territorial. Kale says something stupid. But uh, 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 we're not done yet. We're going to give one for each other. Oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, you've been prepping for this. Okay. <laughs> yes, I have. Anytime Brooke talks about how much she hates the sewers. <laughs> I'm going to run out of alcohol. Anytime Jada talks about how she kind of agrees with Kale. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically this first half, I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> I can hear the listeners being scared right now. <laughs> You should definitely be scared. (laughs) Little sippy sippy right before. I'm going to go ahead and take one of my shots. Should I have grape or strawberry? Grape. It's your favorite. It matches your shirt. I do love grape. I should probably wait. Oh, you want me to go ahead and just take it? Yeah, take it. The whole thing? Only half. Half. It was 75%, but it's not that bad. It's like, it's got a lot of flavor. It is. (laughs) I mean, they are 50% though. So I am a little worried. Ooh, that face. (laughs) I mean, it's strong. (laughs) I feel like I need to pour myself something. I'm just going to keep my, we're not going to do complete shots all the time, but I feel bad you just drinking shots by yourself. I'm going to have one on standby. Okay. (laughs) How about we take shots for you and me specific ones? Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to try and avoid mine at all costs. Chapter one. Oh, Nana. What's my name? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Nana. What's my name? Oh, Nana. It might be Dorian. What's my name? What's my name? Dorian didn't know his name. He, really? had, been- <laughs> <laughs> he had been possessed by an ancient demon waiting in the darkness, lurking. To turn him into daddy, Dorian, with A-grade trauma for the rest of this book and probably this series, because that's about all his chapters are. (laughs) They're all like one page and he's like, I didn't know who I am. (laughs) I'm like, I got it, buddy. Basically, when I first picked up this book, I read the first chapter, which is like, what, three pages? I don't know, less. It's small. And I had every intention to sit down, sit down and read. And then I read this line. Aelin Ash River Galathany is hero of, I mean, hair, hair, air, hair of fire. (laughs) My light bringer queen of the the Tarasin. And I was like, oh my God, this is exhausting. (laughs) And I put it down. Daenerys Targaryen over here. (laughs) 
I was like, man, I need a break after that one. So then after I got past that, you know, little portion where her name is like a million miles long, it's like, okay, I'm going to read this book. And I basically almost finished it. But, you know, you just got to people can do hard things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she did. She almost read the whole thing in one sitting. I did. I forced myself. I had some ounce of self-control and I said, bitch, you got to go to bed. And I did. But she's here, bitches. Selena Sardothian is dead. Cue Taylor Swift. I know you're thinking of the line. Old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's she's dead. dead. (laughs) (laughs) Made me do. Oh my gosh! It is this song. I'm telling you, that's genius. Yeah, this entire this entire book is reputation. Period. Even the cover looks like reputation. Even the dress that she wears with the dragon down her back that's gold is very reputation esque. Yes! my mind, bitches. Maeve is Kim Kardashian, and the king is Kanye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I live for this. (laughs) Now we just got to figure out along the way, which of the guys in this book would be each of Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends. And then we can go from there. Ooh, and the songs written about them. Yes. This Mm. could be a whole episode in itself. Taylor Swift's probably never even read Queen of Shadows, but we're about to theorize it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she had come to find the king of the assassins. Arabin was just death on a stick at this point in my brain. Like I knew he was going to die. Like, please come on. She is going to play with her food for the next 500 pages. Okay. So strap your titties. Okay. Buckle them bitches up. We've got a long ways to go. She was still trying to put the pieces together. She was supposed to get the word key, the amulet of Orinth. But some complications had arose. One, she didn't know what the fuck happened. She had her own shit going on. She didn't know what the fuck happened when she was away. And she was already like, something sus. Two, Kale was Arabin's client, which was quite peculiar. First things first, interactions with Arabin and Aelin. Not a fan. In the slightest. He's a grody predator. So we are going to have to keep on keeping on. I would have lit his ass on fire a long time ago. The image, beautiful in my brain. What she finds out from Arabin, though, is this. She's referred to as ass a fire. That is exactly what I wrote. Hold on. Drunk. <laughs> she's referred to. <laughs> she's referred to as a fire breathing bitch queen, which her Leo sign was like shine bright like a diamond. She Dorian. <laughs> She do be all those things, though. Dorian is as good as dead in her eyes, okay? He had the demon collar on, which is a step up from the rings, apparently. Like, he was gone, gone. She was like, mercy kill on the way, sis. <laughs> her, her cousin, Adion, Aiden, is in prison for treason. And she was like, listen, word key later, side quest comes first, always. So she's going to have to save his ass. Hence, 500 pages. <laughs> it's like a nursing school and they teach you. It's like... You- all the answers are correct, but you have to pick the most correct. <laughs> if they teach you how to prioritize, Aelin skipped that whole class. We could have destroyed the towers first and then looped around and grabbed Adion, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Aelin is in the sewers. She is in an infant station. She looks like a rat. <laughs> As she okay, is... 
as she is for the majority of this book, filthy, reeking, and full of vermin sewers. So exciting. A female voice comes from the shadows and holds her at knife point. And she says, you have about 20 seconds before the guards are on your ass. Be glad I'm the one to find you. And Aelin's like, fuck off, bitch. That hurt my little ego. I'm not allowed. I'm not going to allow that to happen. She bests her and says, you got one sentence. And the stranger responds, I'm taking you to Captain Stale Kale home. Get with the program. I wasn't sleeping with him for no reason. Am I making sense? <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking. <laughs> no, you're making sense. It's just so funny that we coined him Stale Kale from the beginning. And he's just, he really is. He's just, he's getting staler and staler as we keep going. Yes, like a potato chip you left out overnight. <laughs> it's going to survive. Okay, so Captain Kale and Aelin Ash River, I love you, was what Kale had said to her the last day on the docks. But there was no spark, no sauce on the side anymore. It was as bland as a Lay's potato chip. Have been Not left e- out overnight. <laughs> left out overnight. No crunch, no more. Just a, you know? <laughs> just emptiness between these two characters to the point where I didn't even want to read Kale's point of view. I never actually wanted to read Kale's point of view. Hell, I barely even wanted to read Aileen's point of view, but here I am. So <laughs> that's the bitch who's in love with him like the first two books. Again, he was my plaything to last me to what I knew was going to get better. You know what I mean? It's like when you're dating in high school and you're like, I know this bitch is not going to be able to make me orgasm, but I could literally fuck anything right now. So you're going to have to be it until time comes. <laughs> hey! We're on like chapter three. <laughs> Damn, these bitches were so high on weed all the time. I was like, God, make me put in lots of work. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I had nothing to add because I couldn't relate. That's, that's probably a great thing. That is probably a great thing. Okay. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Basically, he catches her up to speed. Former magic wielders were being hunted and executed again. The demons formed their own underground. But really, the only thing I care about from this interaction is that we got an update that Fleetfoot is a-okay. But unfortunately, I must keep going. So Kale is pissed. Pissed that she showed up alone. Honestly, same. I was with Kale 100%. Where the fuck is Rowan? Where is he? All right. I don't, I'm so tired of you guys saying that Kale had nothing good to say. He literally just said, why the fuck you alone, bitch? We all went Rowan a little bit earlier. Great. (laughs) Basically, he wasn't wrong. Then he's, he's being a crybaby. He really is when he is the one who sent her off. Okay. This is where I'm like, listen, Mr. Stale Kale over here. I need you to think past your two brain cells. Okay. You're the one who sent her there. You didn't even want her to come back. You wanted her to be safe. You wanted to like, you know, be the hero. Well, bitch, take a seat because I'm tired of your ass. And we're going to have to drink. Now we have to drink because we didn't agree. (laughs) You literally have to drink whether you agree or you don't. (laughs) Every single time. This is a problem. I'm almost done with the drink that I just made. God, I got to get through this part. Aelin legit wants to kill off Dorian. And no offense to all you Dorian stands. And I know I'm going to have to drink again. But Kale is the only one that fought tooth and nail for them to give his life a chance. So no matter how much you hate Kale, you have to give him some credit because he's the only one who fought for your daddy Dorian, okay? Then Kale says, Dorian is my king in italics. And I'm like, you are gay. You are gay. (laughs) 
And he says it in italics, like bold italics. I'm like, SJ, what are you pointing to, baby? That he's obsessed? Yes. Okay, we got it. Next, Kale is not captain. He is not Lord Kale. He is just Kale. Stale Kale of the Lettuce Kingdom, period. Chapter eight. Oh my God, babies. We get to see Manan again. And I'm so excited. Minus, I almost had to take another break because Manan, Blackbeak, Arrow, Blackbeak, Witch, Clan, Bear of Blade, Wind, Cleaver, Rider of the Wyvern, Abraxas, Wing Leiter. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Manan sat across from none other than Duke Parrington. And when I kid you not, I said out loud, hey, there's Banana Girl. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> She's I, back. I was excited to see her. I was like, I've been wondering about you. It's been quite some time. You doing okay? <laughs> He's like, no. Oh, fuck. That's pretty much it. Um, And then Manan, I mean, Manan and... Abraxas were hungry and they went and ate a family farm. <laughs> but they don't eat children. They really wanted to make that clear. They they'll kill everyone but the children. But you know, they had a good time at the family farm on the weekend. Kind of like I, I imagine it like they went to like a California vineyard or something, you know. Really like the Reds. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> leave the children they're like i'm going to eat everyone but the children and then it's just like the kids like where did our parents go <laughs> they're left alone to fend for themselves arabin had re-gifted Aelin her super suit she's trying it on admiring the way it fit like a glove when a cloaked woman interrupted her leo time lysandra one i just want to say this now i'm glad we read assassin's blade so we understood the dynamic of this relationship better Yes. And Lysandra is one of my favorite characters. Yes. Thank you. Lysandra was transparent. Arabin had sent her. She believed it was a gift for his big fucking ego that he thought that these two women gave a single fuck about his disgusting ass. But she was there. I hate this character. I hate this character more than I think I've hated any character I've ever read. Just outright sexism. And he's just disgusting. I hate him. He's slimy. He's grimy. I hate like I get a gross feeling when I think about him. Yeah, like, I'm glad he's out of the book. Like, it just honestly is weighing it down. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I agree. And some of that fan art of him is, like, hot. So, like, before I really knew much about this character, before I read Assassin's Blade, I looked up fan art of Arabin Because, like, I knew he was going to die eventually. I didn't know, but, like, I had a feeling. And some of that fan art, like, makes him really attractive. I'm like, no, don't do that to him. Yeah. Don't make him attractive. Yeah. he's He's just straight up gross. But she wanted Aelin to hear her out. She had a letter from Wesley she had been holding on to for almost two years to give to Aelin because she loved him. Everything was in there. Arabin's betrayal, what led to Sam's death and her imprisonment in Indivere. Chapter 10. Oh, Nana, what's my name? Oh, Nana, what's my name? What's my name? What's my name? Ooh, got me something, something. Nana, I'm possessed by a demon prince. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of demons, we are descending down into the shadow market. Honestly, it do really seem like a nice place to meet men. Like, I feel like I would either find the best, most raw fuck of my life down here or the worst. Possibly I would end up dead. Not sure. Might like it. Aelin makes plans with Russ, Brulo, don't really care about them, and Kale to take down the glass. <laughs> 
the glass castle <laughs> with Kale and Nesrin. Lovely. Of course, this place isn't the actual sewer, so she doesn't linger long. And something interesting comes up. She was laying in bed and she reached her hand out and realized she was not in the same bed she had laid down in. She could see Rowan through a glimmer. She had told herself once it wasn't a weakness to need Rowan. He wasn't a crutch and she never wanted him to become one. What do you what do we think about that? Do we feel like she actually saw him? What are what are her thoughts? I think it's that like raw love you experience that when you're like you're to a point where it's like you are so infatuated with this person that you just like look for signs everywhere it has gotten to a point where you I, I mean, obviously, look at him. He's this big 500-year-old female, ripped with muscle, silver hair, tattoos down the whole side of his body. I mean, he is not hard to look at. And she's falling for him on top of that. And I think, I don't think it's a crutch. I don't think wanting him around is a crutch. I think Aelin, in particular, has had to live her whole life pretty much depending on herself. And so when this big strong man who has a lot of experience and has taught her a lot of things and has helped her through a lot, when she misses his presence and wants his aid, she does see it as like, I'm not depending on myself and this is a problem. And I don't think it's that. I agree with you. I kind of feel like she actually saw him. It reminds me a lot of Rey and Kylo Ren. Of course it does. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) thank you. I mean, like you bring this up all the time, and I still haven't seen those like last few movies. So, like, I'm sure the audience gets it, but I I can't add anything to this that conversation because I haven't seen it. You need to you need to watch it. It's very good. Now back to the black beaks. They may not eat children, but they will sacrifice them. Huge difference, apparently. The Valk are requesting to breed with the witch clan. Astarin went still at the fact that Manon was even considering it. Witchlings were sacred to them. Apparently not, but apparently yes. But Manon, as I listen, we don't really have a choice right now. You're annoying me with your emotions. I'm demoting you. She went to her rooms, but stopped because she could smell a human inside. A servant girl named Alid, possibly a spy for Vernon in her next meal if this bitch doesn't get the fuck out. Then in chapter 13, Aelin makes a quick pit stop at Arabin's. Arabin says, there are three princes, I suppose, your cousin, and then the two that now share Dorian, Dorian's body. I was going to say his name, his full name, but I said, I can't pronounce that right now. Dost- I can't pronounce it ever. <laughs> Haviliard. Haviliard. <laughs> Does the brave captain know his boyfriend is currently being devoured by one? That's rough, buddy. Lysandra catches up with her as she leaves. You honestly mean to imply that you've been waiting for me this whole time, Aelin says. And Lysandra responds, you love Sam as much as I loved Wesley. I mean, a bitch really knows how to strike. Love that about her. Honestly, I'm amazed by her. Baby, I'm amazed by you. I mean, somebody's got to put this bitch in her place sometimes, you know? I know. And she's the bitch to do it. Lysandra is like a Scorpio. Ooh, yes. Mm. No, I agree for sure. Mm, Baddie, sis, love it. You guys are either vengeful or like really fucking hot all the time. They make up and become allies and come up with a wicked plan for vengeance, which we later find out. Chapter 14. You could also argue, you could also maybe even argue that she's a Gemini. She could definitely be a Gemini too. Like, especially with the shape-shifting abilities. I think there's someone else I think is a Gemini, but I'm going to keep that to myself. Why? Tell, tell. In our discussion. So, because I don't have much for my discussion. So, (laughs) 
Is it down there? Have you written it down there so you remember? Okay, just remind me. Remind. I'm not gonna remember. Okay, I'll write it down right I'll now. I'll write it down there. You keep talking. I'll write it down there. Kale and Aelin are fighting again. Wow, we are like so surprised at this point. Kale says, "Touch him, and I'll make sure those bastards down there find Adion." I mean, what a threat! I mean, this is this is quite intriguing, is it not? Like, this is very territorial. I think we have to drink. Do we? Yeah, whenever Kale says something annoying. This is annoying? I don't really feel like this is annoying. I gotta drink anyways, but... <laughs> well, I don't know. I just kind of felt like it was still... I got Matt Donovan in my brain. I have not been able to shake that image loose since you put it there. And, like, I feel like he's saying this to, like... Rebecca Michelson and she's like shut up human you know what I mean well I mean honestly but he's still the only one who's like looking out for fucking Dorian no it makes sense but I think I think it annoyed me because there's plenty of time to save Dorian and it's like Adion's gonna be murdered like tomorrow Mm, see I get that I do but at the same time you are in Aelin's head most of the time the way Kale feels about Dorian is how Aelin would feel about Rowan or Sam. And we've had to put up with that for like God knows how long. So I mean, like, I don't I really don't blame him. I take it back. No, you're right. Yeah. I was just kind of like I think it's hypocritical of Aelin. If it was in Rowan's place, she would have saved Rowan first and said, fuck Adion. Like she's a hypocrite. Yeah, I think where this particular scene is coming from though is that Aelin does want Dorian dead but I don't think it's coming from a malicious place but but I see your side where it's like if it was Rowan she wouldn't kill everything in her power to try and bring him back yeah so much for a fucking friend like okay but I think it comes from good intentions like I'm sure it comes from good intentions but again if it was Rowan she would have done everything she could save his ass whether he was a demon and prince or not yeah i did want dorian to live so that is frustrating but at the same time i was like i mean you can't blame her because everybody they've encountered who've been like infected by these demons are like please kill me put me out of my misery so she thinks she's like doing him a service by putting him down but i would i would agree with you if i thought that she would mercy kill rowan if that happened to him but she wouldn't no you're right you are so all y'all can fuck off right now listening to me getting angry <laughs> so aelin says you bring my court into this and i don't care what you were to me i will burn you and your god's damn kingdom nesrin is over there in the corner like can y'all like get a room it's killing my vibe we are like kind of on the same side kale said to himself i'm an oath breaker a liar a traitor i'm matt donovan <laughs> alas but not to dorian never to his true king <laughs> sorry it sounds so funny coming from <laughs> kale has by panic he really does also the fact that you just defended him just now you need to take a drink yes Get fucked up, bitch. Basically, he says, Aelin, here's the plan. Take out the clock tower in the garden and free magic for Dorian's sake. I don't care if I don't like it. We're going to do it because he is my daddy, Dorian, period. Moving on. Adion was about to die. Dorian was still possessed by a demon. Shit was looking up, my dude. Because Aelin, Ash River, Galathinius, Airfire, Malite, Bringer, Queen of Tarasin. <laughs> was about to unleash her shit (laughs) and not 
what she picked up from the sewers, guys. Oh, <laughs> God. I hate it. Drink. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Ugh, I hate the goddamn sewers. Ooh, la, la, ooh, na, na, na. <sighs> Just like a constant thing, this book. Since I already have to drink, I'm just going to bitch about it right now. They're never not <laughs> somewhere nasty in this whole book. <laughs> I'm like, how did we go from being in fucking fairyland in the last book to like literally walking through shit in this one? You just take a good old, good old sip, babe. Just take a good one. You're clocking in overtime for that. <laughs> good? You no. Know? My alcohol awareness or lack thereof could probably make something better. Really? It's not, it's not bad. It's just not great. Probably tastes really artificial. It looks very artificial. Yeah, it do. An extra dancer was moving around the crowd. Some understudy, no doubt, trying to get a better view because she moved heavily. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Adian. He's like, or Aiden. He's like, putting this bitch to shame. Queen or not. <laughs> gonna humble her (laughs) but there was something different the paint that swirled on her skin looked much darker like tattoos she moved closer to him to the stage aiden grinned at his queen as the entire world went to hell i got chills during this part no okay so i mean i thought it was a good plan like everything that she did to like get into the building and like do the dancer thing and like all that in this book we are finally kind of seeing why (laughs) selena is like the best assassin in ardalan you know what i mean like she i still wouldn't say the best best but like everything that she does in this book is extremely thought out and like even like Rowan and Adion like after she carries out one of her plans they're like wow like that was really good and I'm like yeah that was really good how did you think of that yeah Jada's like no (laughs) I mainly got chills because Aelin is their long lost queen and just that moment where Aiden looks at her and he's like I would know my queen anywhere like I had chills I was like yes we love to see it then the flowers on the tables had been rigged and blew up in puffs of smoke chaos erupted as Aelin grabbed Aiden by the neck and they ran for it along with the sword of Orinth her father's blade again it just happened to be there she picked it up sure it's important in their escape <laughs> in their escape they got caught okay but they were no match for Aelin she bulldozed them down Adon in the corner like she that's a bad bitch I'll have a queen but there was one more not a guard but a demon possessed zaddy strolling straight towards them going somewhere he said casually in an emo boy stance with his hands in his pockets one sign Dorian it's like okay bitch you literally like I fucking can't stand you right now you're like we just need to mercy kill him we just need to kill him like he's he's dead inside there's nothing there blah 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 and then she's like Dorian give me a sign one sign I'm like stop being fucking weak bitch if you're gonna talk all that talk slit his goddamn throat no I liked the fact that she's all talk and no action in this specific case. Well, yeah, because he survived. But other than that, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time you're like, Aelin, Aelin doesn't, Aelin wants to mercy kill. Aelin doesn't even want to protect Daddy Dorian. But she does in the end. Oh, well, I'm just tired of being her, her being a fake ass bitch. If you're going to fucking talk, just do it. Damn. At least make an attempt so he can smite your ass. 
period. So I think she's got some earth sign in there somewhere. Like a Taurus? What do you think? Um, She's definitely not Virgo. No, Taurus. Yeah, Taurus. Because she's extremely stubborn. Stubborn, likes luxury, likes to be pampered. Yeah. And I feel like that's has a her... hard time showing her emotions. I think that's her moon sign. Ooh, I think she's Leo sun. Taurus moon, possibly Aries rising. I was thinking Aries rising, but I think she's got water in there somewhere. Maybe it's in like her Venus or Mercury. I don't know. Mm, okay. I think she's got some water, but yeah, I was also thinking Aries. Okay, cool. The consensus stands. She pleaded, but he gave none. She was about to kill him off, but Nesrin steps in and says, strike the prince and I'll shoot the general. You lied to us, she said. You and Kale are fools, Aelin says, but she sheathed the sword. She sheathed, she sheathed the sword. Sharshi. She sharshied the sword. (laughs) (laughs) And grabbed Adion and ran. Lysandra was in there, in their getaway car. They make it to the warehouse. Kale helping Aelin drag Aiden inside as he bled out onto the floor. The end. <laughs> Did you get that Taylor Swift reference? <laughs> He's in a getaway car. <laughs> Got worse the second time. <laughs> I don't know if I know that song. Which one is what? that? Chapter 20. A lied. You say a lied or a lead? A lead. I say a lied. It's probably Alid. Mm. Alid went to go give Manon a letter. Quote, if you are not a spy, Alid Loken, then what are you? She interrogates her for a while, still trying to figure her out, when it's noticed that Abraxos not only takes an interest in her, but also pities her for her chains and scars, much like his own. I love whatever relationship Abraxos and Alid have established with each other. Me too. I just love Abraxos. (laughs) He's just so wholesome and like terrifying at the same time that I'm just like, so here for it. Carries the series. Seriously. Gonna say it now. We then find out that witches are fae plus demons. How do we feel about that? I love it because I imagine myself as a witch. So the fact that I would have demon blood in me, spot on. Last night you were saying, last night you were saying when you found out you thought it was a letdown. I changed my mind. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't like, okay, here's what I don't like. I hate with a capital everything that witches are considered offspring of like some higher being higher power when literally we can fuck your shit up like i'm so tired of it that's what i don't like i think y'all are sleeping on that shit but i do like the the, the thought of demon blood some for some reason makes me think things so i like that and then brooke's gone probably eaten by gerald not sure i'm gonna eat a lemon chip while she's getting devoured by gerald it's fine Sorry, my dog is doing the thing where he's like, pay attention to me. Mm. I'm going to tear shit up in the other room. So that's what I had to go do. Basically, I said that I don't like the thought that witches are an afterthought. That irks me in books, that they are the offspring of something. I like the fact that they are a higher power. I feel like they're overlooked. I don't like them being the underdog. I don't like them being the Bonnie Bennett's where they're like always having to do shit for people who say they're powerful. But then when you need them the most, the witches are fucking there. Okay, I'm tired of it. I agree with that. I was disappointed in the fact that I just wanted them to be their own species that already kind of like existed. 
Mm-hmm. But I think it might be interesting to see now that they've got magic back. Like we don't know the full capability of the witches. So somehow maybe like a mesh between demons and Bay. Like it'll be interesting to see what they have, what kind of magic they have. I'm excited. Also, the fact that they have a portion of fate in their blood. I'm kind of like, what about the possibility of Dorian and Manon being mated because she has fate in her blood? Oh, I think they are. I have a point on this later, but I think they are. Love that. Would live for that. The next day, a coven of yellow legs show up, apparently volunteering for the Handmaid's Tale. I mean, that's basically what's happening here in this situation. They thought it was an honor to be demon incubators for some reason. Then we jump to the next chapter and Dorian is again screaming inside his own head. It's not funny, but it's like, (laughs) it does kind of get to be the same thing over and over (laughs) (laughs) Adion finally wakes up and he and Aelin reunite for the first time in like 10 years or something. They lie in bed and tell each other everything that happened in their lives since they were separated. Arabin then asks Aelin to come and fight for him so that he would impress the owners of this new vault the pit or something i don't know technicalities she shows up she fights she uses the name ansel of briarcliff which i was like oh i love that and again really excited that we read assassin's blade first because there were a lot of references here that i would not have understood if we had not read that book she fights she wins and this encounter also allows kale to be able to track the valgs aka the demons which he apparently lost kale plus matt donovan plus Mal from Shadow and Bone, the book, not the TV show, exact same energy. It's, yep, mm-hmm, yep. The whole, like, I want you to be normal. I don't want you to have magic. And then just, like, tracking shit down. Like, even Matt Donovan becomes a cop and, like, hunts vampires at some point. It's like, they all come full circle. She wins the fight. She beheads the demon commander and waits to make sure he doesn't get back up. He doesn't. The Valks are very vampire-y to me now that I think about it, though. Like, they can only die by fire or beheading. That's very Vampire Diaries. Granted, I think this book might have come out first. I'm not sure. Twilight does the same thing, though. Mm. Well, then it's just the lore of the vampire, then. I think so. It's very interesting. And for winning, Arabin tells her where he buried Sam. We jump back over into Manon and Alid's point of view. Alid is just minding her own business, washing dishes, when Ashton comes in and starts questioning her. Not subtly, she just straight up is speaking to her as if she's a witch. And Alid's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not a witch. Like, I'm just a human. Leave me alone. Let me just do my housemaid duties. Then the reality of the situation hits Alid and she literally runs away from the thought that she could be a witch up to Manon's room to steal money so that she can run away. But Astrid and Manon catch her. Does your blood run blue or red? You decide. If it's blue, it turns out that I have jurisdiction over you. Little shits like Vernon can't do as they will to my own kind. Not without my permission. If your blood runs red, well, I don't particularly care about humans. And seeing what Vernon does with you might be entertaining. Blue. My blood runs blue. Elite says. Good choice, witchling. Then we basically get a whole chapter of Adion just like fangirling over Rowan. Adion and Aelin are kind of like sparring down in the warehouse. He's recovering still, so she's taking it easy on him. But they're talking about building an army before coming to realization that, oh shit, we're broke broke it's like they've got this grand plan to take over Ardalan, kill the king bring Teresen back to its glory and they're like but we don't have any monies <laughs> I'm like yeah well you probably should have thought about that earlier kale rolls in 
lol too soon (laughs) (laughs) and that's That's a bitch move It is what it is. And starts hounding Aelin about how the slums were torched and the king did it with fire to send a message to her. That getting one man out of prison cost hundreds of lives in retribution. He's like, how many more innocent people are going to die in the crossfire? She's like, well, why are you acting all high and mighty when you used to work for the king? You've ignored all the slavery and all this debauchery happening in the city, not to mention... Your ass literally came to interview to get me and looked around at the scenery of people being tortured and worked to death like you were on a vacay. Okay? Like, I think she has a valid point. Yep. But they both kind of suck, to be honest. Yes. Aelin and Kale. They both do. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have to drink because we said Aelin, or we said Kale sucks. Their interactions are just painful. You know, in the last book, Aelin kind of came to this, like, emotional realization where I thought that she was going to be, like, kind of, like, really mature afterwards and be able to see other people's point of views. But it's, like, her and Kale just are constantly pointing the finger at each other when they're both kind of at fault because they both suck. Exactly. I'm going to drink again for that. Okay. I'll drink with you because we know I'm guilty. Adion says, we are not your enemies. You can trust us. Trust Aelin. And Carol responds, no, I can't not anymore this is where things get a little fuzzy for me because we're back in the sewers wow (laughs) wow (laughs) i guess i have to drink for that don't i (laughs) yeah and aelin discovers that the gargoyles from the black towers are apparently alive like for most of this book when they talked about this I thought that the king had just planted his gargoyles strategically all over the land and almost used them as like an intercom system between himself and like the other demons so he could get report while they were on the field. No, apparently they're like alive and they can move and fight and shit. I thought they were just statues with a speaker. I imagine them like in Harry Potter, you know, Deathly Hollows. They literally come crashing down like, protect this school. <laughs> <laughs> It did feel that way because it's like, have they been alive this whole time and just sitting on the tower waiting for the perfect time? I don't know. Right? She comes back home and is talking to Aeon the next day. Nesrin comes to the apartment with report about the new demon nests and Aelin tells her that they were just leaving to go get drinks. Aeon says, what I want is a pretty face that doesn't belong to my cousin. Thank fuck. <laughs> you know what I am surprised? Did any of you listen to... The Era Fire episode where we literally said that they cousin fucked like 12 times. I'm not sure. You should have put that one as a drink win. I was a little disappointed. That's very <laughs> true. But you know, Adion kind of came through in this one. It was, I, I don't know what was going on in his head in Air of Fire, but it, it was very like, I want to fuck my cousin energy. And then this one, I didn't get the vibe. Uh, I don't know. I did. It was kind of like I would fuck my cousin if I had to, you know, for the good of the people. Mm, yeah, that was, that was the vibe that I got. But no. I'm very I'm very glad he's like this. Mm-hmm. No, you're very right. But also he gets like a little territorial over her, but that might just be because they're like related. Maybe it's like a sisterly thing. I don't know. They're don't very brother sister vibe. Thankfully, but they're also kind of like brother sister who want to fuck each other. <laughs> what? They do not want to fuck each other. In the last book, that's the vibe I got. Not this one. It was scary. It was a little scary. I I, I got the scaries reading, reading that. But this, <laughs> this helps. This helps. He explicitly says he doesn't like to fuck people that he's related to. So, I mean, we can take him out of the running. 
good job, Adion. I I'm can't sure. I'm congratulating you on not wanting to fuck your cousin, but everybody else does, you get brownie points. <laughs> they invite Nestron along and actually have fun. After their GNO, while they're walking home, heels in hand, giggling to each other. This is very familiar. Adion heard the scrap of boots on stone and scented a stranger coming, pine and snow. And then he scented Aelin on the stranger. It's like, why did he send Aelin on the stranger? He's been gone for months. Like, why Why does Aelin scent linger on this man? Like, it can't be the blows, right? What is this? It's not what is it? It's the mating bond. I don't <laughs> it has how. to be. <laughs> I don't know how, but I feel like it is. There has to be like a mate cancellation law. Like, both your mates dead. Your energy is restored. Somehow it works. Somehow it has to work. I have a theory on this later. Stick around. Then Aelin went sprinting down the alley, jumping into his arms. Who was that? Nesrin asked. Really? Adion said. Fucking finally he's back. This, the first like 25% of this book without Rome was a stale as stale kale, okay? But it's really funny because when Adion finally meets Rowan, he does that like, what pad your name shit. I'm not like other girls. As if he wasn't actually losing his shit and simping the fuck over this man a few chapters ago. Right? I love it. So Aelin and Rowan, their reunion was super cute. He gave her an update on the fortress and Luca, which I appreciated. I was like, how is my cute little boy over there? I love him. <laughs> and she's like sobbing onto his shoulder. After their moment's over, Adion and Rowan have a staring contest. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, that was fun. And they go back to the apartment and shut the door to her bedroom where she has decided Rome will stay with her. Good call, girl. I'm glad you did that. Give us the one bed trope again, Sarah J. Mass. Take off your hood, he said. Show me yours and I'll show you mine. He drew back his hood and he had cut his hair. Hashtag team short hair. I keep forgetting that her hair is red. They keep pointing it out and I'm just not picturing her this way. Nope, me either. I'm like, I tried. I tried. I just couldn't do it. My brain did not want to do that. So I'm glad the book kept reminding me, but I, my brain was like, no. This is probably my favorite Roland scene of the whole book. He's been traveling for weeks on this ship coming from wherever the fuck over there to Ardalan, and he stinks. She's like, take a bath. I'm like, all y'all fuckers need to take a bath. Like every fucking two chapters because you'll be rolling around in the shit in the sewers. Drink! <laughs> I can't help it. I hate the scenery in this book. <laughs> also, if you like books with bathtub scenes, hit me up on our Discord. I me have pudding. This is the sexiest scene. Oh, God, I love this scene so much. So he gets in the bath because he stank. And she's trying not to peek. And I'm like, girl, peek. Just do it. Because if you peek, we peek. You know what I'm saying? Finally, she looks back. And he's submerged in the tub. Unfortunately, we can't see anything. Lame. His muscles glistening in the water, flexed as he begins to bathe himself. She handed him her favorite lavender soap, the same that she scolded Sam for using all those years ago. They casually chatted as she sat herself on the lip of the tub and he bathed himself. Then she washes his hair for him. And I don't know why, but I loved this so much. It's so intimate. Like, it's very intimate. I love it. It is. But it was also, like, it was kind of sexual. That's the whole point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
well, like to them, I think it was like more of an emotional connection with like a hint of lustiness, but it was kind of like, this is intimate for us because we've already been through so much together. It's like, let me do for you. But right. But the, like the underlying sexual tension is like so present that like, we know God, I they're love not it. even saying it. We know, love it. Everything. I love it. it. He let out a low noise in his throat that might very well have been a purr. God, Sarah J. Mass with that. <laughs> Washing his hair was intimate. Privilege she doubted he'd ever allowed many people. The lines had always been blurred for them, and neither of them had particularly cared. He'd seen every bare inch of her, and she had seen most of him. They'd shared a bed for months. On top of that, they were Karanam. <laughs> no one has corrected us yet, so I'm you assuming that's right. I'm really, that's another thing. Why didn't, why haven't any of you bitches corrected us? We know it's not right. (laughs) So washing his hair, touching him, it was an intimacy, but it was essential too. When he gets out, she hands him Sam's clothes. There are so many Sam parallels in this book that I found very interesting. I don't know. Honestly, if I was Rowan, I mean, he's been along for a long time, you know, dealt with his own trauma, but I don't know how it would feel if like, let's say I went over to my boyfriend's house and his dead ex-girlfriend's clothes were just there. And she was like, here, put, put this on. (laughs) I honestly don't know how I would feel. But it's not like this thing that she's been holding on to for a very long time. Right. It's not, but it's still like, I feel like I would have like a ghostly presence, you know, like it's heavy. I don't know. No, it definitely is. There's just like very, there's a lot of mentions of him basically replacing Sam. Like There's a lot of parallels. Like she lets him use the soap that she got mad at Sam for using. She gives him her clothes. There's some things later on that I'll talk about, like as we go through the story. And it's just like, it's very interesting the way that the author points all of these things out. Cause it's like, I think it's supposed to be sentimental, but at the same time, it feels like to me that she's just like, have you ever seen that like oh my gosh it like circulates on Facebook every once in a while and it's like I was always mad at my husband when he threw his underwear two inches to the right of the laundry bin and then he died or something and they're like I should have appreciated it's like the same thing all over again you know what I mean I should have appreciated him throwing his shit on the floor (laughs) now he's gone and Mm -hmm. she's like doing that with her soap and like everything else it's just kind of that's just what it made me think of I get it um as much as I emotionally can <laughs> I think that's what Sarah J Mass was trying to do but at the same time I was like Rowan's kind of filling the void and like she's like doing all the things for Rowan that she feels like she should have done for Sam yeah and while maybe she feels like in her brain that that's correct I don't think I'd feel great knowing that the person that I was with was maybe subconsciously doing for me what he wished he would have done for someone else. That part doesn't bother me as much. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, are you doing it for me because you love me? Or are you doing it for me because you feel guilty for what you didn't do for the person before me? I think I would take that more as like, this person does love me. So they don't want to hold back anymore. I think she's experienced a lot of loss to the point where she's like, this shit doesn't matter. Like, I need to give everything that I can to this person. Yeah. But the clothes are too small. Goody for us, though, because that meant he slept shirtless right next to us. 
Mm-hmm. Before they got in bed, he starts getting nosy and going through her underwear drawer. Not really, but basically. He starts like going through her closet and like the dresses. He's like looking at them one by one. And while I did think that this was really cute, what guy looks through a girl's closet and is actually interested? Mm, he might be bisexual. <laughs> I mean, he's been around 500 years. You want to tell me that he's not at least experimented? You're lying. I mean, he had the full karanam, you know, around each other. What is it? The seven? (laughs) You know? Oh, the blood oath thing? Yeah. Yeah. Cadre. Yes. All those cadres. The blinds get a little blurred, get a little gay there, you know? The cadre, the cadre is my padre, man. (laughs) You my cadre, Mm, you my padre. You know, isn't that the isn't that the Spanish word for daddy? I'm not sure. Padre, padre. I feel like you're making that shit up. No, I took Spanish for two years. Hold on, I took German for two years. Ask me what I know. Ooh, a German. That's cool. Hmm. Yeah, padre means dad. Padre. Okay. Is it okay? Padre, full of padres. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I, I hear what you're saying. He points out one he likes most. A black velvet dress with a gold embroidered dragon along the back. Someday I want to see you wear this. Again, like he is very like, I would love it if a man was like that interested. In, well, you know, actually I take that back. Let's keep going. I, I don't know how I feel about husband, that. Really? Your husband doesn't do that? No, does yours? I mean, he tells me, no, he, he really doesn't. He'll, he'll be like, that would look pretty on you, but I would rather see you naked, honestly. Damn, all right. <laughs> he did take me shopping. He did take me shopping, what was it, last week when I went to a Muslim wedding. And their weddings are like three, four days long. So you have to have like a nice dress for each day. And some days you have to ha- even have like two per day. And so I was like, I don't have a dress for all these occasions. And so he went with me and we walked into the store and I was like, oh, I like that dress. And he was like, oh, I really like that dress. I would love to see that on you. So see, I feel like it's the same font, same font, different shade. But I don't think he would ever like go in my closet and like look through it and be like, this is cute. <laughs> The next morning, they meet Adion in the kitchen. You never bothered to tell me how handsome your fairy prince is, Aelin. Was that jealousy or was that lust? I think it was lust. Ah! Adrian is just one big ass scent for Roan. I swear it's like half the book. It really is. He's like, I wouldn't go gay for many people, but I would for that man. <laughs> <laughs> then Rowan drops the bomb that Adion is Gabriel's son. Ooh, like apparently that's a big deal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I think Rowan just showed up to cause some drama because he fucking drops another bomb on Adion that he has taken the blood oath to Aelin. Like, poor Adion, he can't catch a break. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I want to be you or fuck you. <laughs> and then it's like, he just found out who his father was. I am your father. <laughs> and then he's like, and then this bitch that I kind of want to fuck took the blood oath from my cousin that I wanted for some reason. <laughs> and throws a little hissy fit. I don't know. It's just like, I... Like, can't you have more than one blood oath with someone because Maeve does? I still don't get the importance of this whole, like, blood oath thing because it's very weird in the way that they treat it. They almost treat it like taking her virginity. You know what I mean? I think 
if I remember correctly, maybe not. I think in their culture, like of their kingdom, there was always only one who took the blood oath. So that's why it was important because that was a part of their culture. But like, why? Like, what does it do? What's the importance of it? Like, why? I don't understand. I mean, I missed something here. Rowan finally tells her why he's really here. Lorcan has come to Rifthold. Apparently this is a bad thing. And he's been sent by Maeve to hunt down Aelin in the last word key. They're getting ready for bed that night when Rowan gives Aelin a little lesson on indecency she's like i'll show you indecency and puts on a pink silk and lace nightgown while he's in the bathroom what the hell is that you forgot the bottom part there is no bottom part i feel like brad can hear me he's like right there brad he's like right in the kitchen brad if you can hear us clap to us he's watching tiktoks now okay is there a specific color you'd like me to wear gold not yellow real metallic gold rowan is horny and that is really the only emotion he has throughout this whole book is horny and territorial (laughs) and that's it chapter 30 dorian is starting to give up and he wishes aelin had killed him but he can't remember her name either (laughs) oh nana what's your name name. (laughs) manan point of view the 13 had been denied access to the yellow leg witches that volunteered themselves manon is pissed about this and storms in to yell at the duke when she walks in on him watching caltain torture a soldier with shadow fire this is the first time we hear caltain really speak in a, a long ass time and she only answers to manon a flame that did not leave burns but was as painful all the same Also, there's this cute moment where a lied goes up or lead goes up to sleep with Abraxos and he uses his wing to keep her warm and protect her. This dynamic carries the book. Manon (laughs) catches her sleeping there and gives a lead a mission to go to the dungeons undercover to see what's happening with the yellow legs. We jump back into Aelin's point of view and she gives Rowan a tour of the city. How cute. I really cared. (laughs) Then she takes him to a flower shop. LOL, good job. Good job, bitch. (laughs) Then he broods the rest of the day thinking about his long lost mate. Then to make things even more exciting for me, she takes him to the theater and tells him of her love for music. Pretends to care as she plays the piano for him. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) She dated four men in this series and so far they're all into her little side hobbies. LOL. (laughs) Seriously, like not one of them gives a fuck. I'm not even dating this bitch and I don't care, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Also, side note, Kale admits he wants to hang out with Nestrin. But unfortunately for you, I've lost all interest in you, buddy. I really have. I'm so glad you have your own 700-page book. Great choice. Love choices that you can make individually on your own. That leads to your own actions for (laughs) other people to endure. Love that. Aelin's in the sewers again. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Drink. (laughs) I want to open one of my popsicles. Hold on. I need to go get my scissors. Oh, Nana. What's my name? I'm going to open one of my truly popsicles. Should I have mango or strawberry? The mango is amazing. Okay. Let me take a bite of my popsicle because I complained about the sewers. So again, she's in the sewers and she leads Lurkin into a trap with the stone monsters that he gets out and catches her. Dun, dun, dun. Remember in Assassin's Blade what you said about, I bet Aelin is going to get in trouble and Sam is going to be there just in time to save her. Yep. LOL. Enter Rowan. The parallel. And they get away. 
for now. And then I wrote here, geez, I just now realized who Dorian was watching being tortured. It was Brulo and Res. I wish I cared enough about them to remember, but um, thank you for the reminder. I was kind of sad. Brulo came from book one. Yeah. Chapter 38, Rowan is again spilling for tea, living for the drama, and outs Lysandra for being a shapeshifter. This is something I didn't see coming. I didn't see this coming either, but I love everything about it. Me too. And apparently her beautiful form that she has now isn't even her true form. So I'm very interested to kind of see her later. I'm so excited. I I love this. Like again, Lysandra, one of my favorite characters, 100%. I agree. Aelin was going to kill the king of assassins tomorrow night and he had sent her a gift, body shimmer. It was really body oil, but I pictured the body shimmer. Okay, like full ass glitter all over her body. Chapter 39. So Aelin and Rowan catch a demon because this is what Arabin wants for some reason. I think it's because he's got a word key and he's going to try and enslave people like the king has. And he wants Aelin to catch one for him because he helped her get Adion out of his execution. I think that's what it was. Anyways, they catch one, a weak one, as the human inside intermittently comes out and speaks, wanting to die. And she strikes a deal with him. Before they meet Erebin for dinner, Aelin takes Rowan to Sam's grave. It had been unmarked, but Wesley ensured that someone came out and marked the stone before he died. Sam Cortland, beloved. She placed her stones and headed back to Rowan, who held his hand out, but not for her hand, for a stone of his own, and placed it beside hers. You're going to kill Arabin tonight, aren't you? Are you ready to do it? And she responds, I have no choice but to be ready. I think it's really sad when she starts talking to his grave during the scene, especially when she's like, I don't know if you were my mate, but it felt like you were. And I really like the symbolism of the rocks because I think one of the quotes in the book was stones are forever, flowers are temporary. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I'm going to carry for my loved ones using stones instead of flowers. I really liked that too. I like that. Very witchy. Liked it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I took it, but you know what? I agree. Yep. I wonder if we are going to get an answer to whether or not Sam was her mate or not, because if she doesn't know in this moment, is she ever going to? I'm really not sure. I feel like that is as close as we're going to get because I feel like that was like her final goodbye. And I feel like the rest of the books were going to be moving on. But if Sam wasn't her mate and if Rowan can't be her mate because Rowan's already had a mate, what if she comes across her mate after she's with Rowan? I don't think that's going to happen. I think there's going to be some cancellation. But it's got to come into play somehow, right? Dead mate cancels out other dead mate. I have an interesting theory later on that I'm going to talk about in the second episode. So stick around, come back next week. I also have a different theory, but it has nothing to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) It is very selfish. (laughs) Jada, how drunk are you? I was a five and then, sorry, I was a five. I was a little worried at the beginning and then I had some lemon chip. Rayanne, you bitch from Tipsy Bug Talks, you got me on the lemon chips and now I'd be eating them all the time. And it kind of brought me down a little bit, but my plan, I have a plan of action for, for part two. So bear with us. How drunk are you? I think at my highest, I was like a four, maybe a 4.5. 
but at this point I'm like a two and a half. However, whatever I'm drinking, this combination is making me slur a little bit, <laughs> but I don't even feel that drunk. It's just, it's affecting my tongue. It's like my tongue is numb and it doesn't want to talk. <laughs> it doesn't want to speak correctly. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Do we want to do fuck, marry, kill? There are not really any new characters. There are plenty of new characters. <laughs> there are plenty, okay there are plenty of characters that you could use for me i was the one that was like i had nothing to go off of but i do i do have a fuck mary kill if you want to do one okay 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 let's go i want to go first fuck mary kill manon lysandra caltain caltain dead <gasps> but she's a pet bitch she is but at the same time, she's got so many problems, so many issues going on. It would be miserable to be married to her, and I don't think the fuck would be good. So we're okay, wait, to- can I change it real quick then? Because I really want to know. I really want to know this now. Okay, go ahead. Lysandra Manon Rowan. <laughs> oh, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oof. I would marry Manon. Good I choice. would. I would fuck Lysandra, and I would kill <gasps> Rowan. No. Yes, I'm sorry. My bad bitches stand up. Listen, I don't know what it is, but the way that I picture Rowan, even though he's not really that prominent of a character, of course, he's the love interest. Of course, we're all attracted to him because he's hot, right? But something about him is luring me in more than recent. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Mm. It, I think I think this, it's this one specific fan art that got ingrained into my mind before I even read the series. And then I molded him after that fan art, but put my own twist on it. And it's like, he's just so hot, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for your fuck, Mary kill? Yeah. In a way I have cheated, but I do not feel like I have cheated. So here we go. Okay. Daddy Dorian. Oh no. Throne of glass through air of fire, Dorian or Rowan. That's only two. Nope. They're two different people. Daddy Dorian and Throne of Glass through Arrow Fire Dorian are different. Oh, um, well, I mean the Dorian in this book, he was a demon. I don't have much to go off of. Yes, you do. There was a lot you just didn't pay attention, apparently. Choose. <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, I paid attention. I did. And I think that coming out on the other end, it's going to be like, hmm, this is even better than before, but it was good before. So it's going to be great after, you know what I mean? Yeah. We love men that have suffered trauma. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, I love Rowan and Dorian. This is so hard. Exactly. This is the best work I have done. This is. Hmm. (laughs) Can you hear my dog in the background? (laughs) A little, you're in there. He's going, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I have to think about this. I think I want to fuck Rowan. I got to marry one of the Dorians. I just do. I'm so sorry. No, I don't. I'm not going to apologize for that. Choose. Ah, marry daddy Dorian, the new Dorian, because he is going yes! to be, he's gonna be old. He's going to be old Dorian plus Dorian who's been through trauma Dorian. You know, he's going to be the best of who he was and who he's supposed to be. And then we'll kill old Dorian, even though I love him too. Okay. I feel like that's the correct answer. Cool. It took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Current read slash current watch. Jada, what are you reading or watching? Hold on. Let me pull up my Kindle. So I have just pretty much finished the Savage Land series. First book, loved. Absolutely loved. Blew me away. 
next two books kind of like decreased in star percentage for me, but I would 100% recommend reading it. This is a very new adult book filled with action, filled with like this angst and slow burn and tension. I mean, smut is in there as well. So 100% go for it. I would read it. It does have Faye in it. So there's, there's that. I think the next up on my radar besides the next books in Throne of Glass, because we are going to be doing a tandem read. I think I'm going to read, I'm really torn and these books have nothing to do with each other at fucking all. I am interested in reading the Jasmine throne. I read like literally a couple pages of it and then I put it down for whatever reason, just because I don't think I was in the right headspace to read that kind of book. Or I want to read flame and starlight by Dana Izali. Oh Lord. That's not right. Ooh, the Flame and Starlight right. one seems really familiar. I do know that Victoria Aveyard is reading um, The Jasmine Throne at the moment. Yes. The Jasmine Throne is an adult fantasy book. I am like heavily, heavily interested in reading it. And then Flame and Starlight. I don't remember why I downloaded it. You would really like the cover of this book. This it one? Give, yes, that one. That is the book that I have. I've already downloaded in my Kindle. It reminds, it has Night Court vibes, just like looking at the picture so i already put it as wants to read on goodreads and i did not even read the description that is my plan also the theme song for her book she puts like in the beginning is like real people do by hosier and if you guys know we are hosier stands take me to church (laughs) take me to church (laughs) that comes up every couple podcasts (laughs) i know right Okay, what's your current read slash watch book? Even though we never want to go to church. Um, (laughs) I finished Queen of Shadows today, so I'm currently not reading anything. I think what I'm going to do is pick up the second book in the Gossip Girl series just to kind of like cleanse. Necessarily need a cleanse from this series. It's just to kind of like get my headspace in another genre to where it kind of vamps me up to come back and just like really delve in head first. The end of this book really really got me interested to see how the rest of the series is going to play out um but i do kind of want something in between i will say though i do not own empire storm so i did have to order it off amazon today and while i was you know just in my amazon cart i did kind of sneak fire falling in that book. <gasps> yes so i may have to slip that one in before empire of storm slash tower of dawn tandem read I'm going to try. Like, I am trying to slip this series in wherever I fucking can. It's just hard because I read so fucking slow. If you read it, let me know because I will also read it. Cool, cool. I'll let you know. It is coming in. It'll be here on Monday. That's honestly one of my favorites out of the entire series. So, Ooh, the second one? Yes. Ooh. There's some good twists. Good twists. Love it. Yeah, I think he's going to die. Um. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am currently watching Love Island UK and Love Island US. I am all caught up on Love Island UK. And once I got caught up, I was like, well, I'm bored because the episodes come out once a day. So you have to wait till the next day. And so then I was just like, I'm going to binge the Love Island US. And um, one of the girls from one of the podcasts that we love and that we listen to, it's called Read It Next. Um, She posted on her Instagram story that she was watching Love Island. And so I reached out to her and I was like, I love Love Island. And she was like, 
have you watched the US version? And I was like, no, I haven't. And she was like, it's so scandalous this season. And I was like, oh my God, say less. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. So I'm only on like episode, I think I'm still on episode one. I'm like halfway through of the US version. So I'm excited to see what the drama is about. I'm all about the tea. I'm here for it. So <laughs> if you love Love Island, join our Discord server and we'll talk all about it. All right, bitches, buckle up. While we are recording this episode, Assassin's Blade has not been put out yet. It's supposed to be put out tomorrow, LOLs. So keep that in mind. That came out and then, oh God, where are we in the world in this time? Not sure, future, present, past, unaware. But we are going to be putting out two episodes of Queen of Shadows. And then we are going to go into a very confusing schedule from here on out. Essentially, we have decided to do the tandem read between Tower of Dawn and Empire Storms. So we are breaking both books up into quarters. We are going to read one quarter of Empire Storms, read one quarter of Tower of Dawn. That will be one episode. So there's going to be four episodes total. Now, honestly, that's pretty normal for us to do because if you think about it one book is generally two episodes for us especially once they are over 300 pages so this is still our norm it's going to be spread out a little bit so all of september it's literally just going to be thrown of glass we are going to be taking a tiny little break to prep for of course witchtober okay on the booked and busy podcast we are witches here We are planning for Witchtober. Be prepared for us to announce the books that we are doing soon. I'm so excited. Me too. We have got some really exciting things planned for October. So stick around for that. And then November will be the last half of both Empire Storms and Tower of Dawn. (laughs) It's going to be a long two months. So stick around. All right, bitches. Let's wrap it up. Our socials. We are Booked and Boozy Podcast on Instagram. Send us a DM. We are Booked and Boozy Pod on TikTok. Come check us out. We are Booked and Boozy on both Twitter and Patreon. Twitter, if you want to follow us, all I do is just basically shit posts there. People say they love it, so I keep doing it. I will keep delivering until you guys tell me to stop. (laughs) And then Patreon, as we mentioned earlier at the beginning of this episode, we have some really cool tiers. Check it out. We have a Discord server that is part of our Patreon subscription, which a lot of people are joining. We are so excited. We're having so much fun. So definitely head on over there. Even if you don't want to necessarily contribute to the chat, you can still check out all of the exclusive things that we post in our Discord server because there is a lot of things that we will not post on Instagram that will be posted on Discord. Check it out if you're interested. And as always, if you want to send us something, something more detailed or something for our Witching Hour episodes, Check us out at bookedandboozy at gmail.com. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch.